0: Welcome to Word Alive, we're so glad you join us today. Let's look into the Word of God concerning the Word of Wisdom, one of the nine gifts of the Spirit. Let's start in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 11. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For the one is given the Word of Wisdom through the Spirit, to another the Word of Knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things distributing into each one individually as he wills. Now all the gifts of the Spirit are manifestations of the Holy Ghost and they're manifested as the Spirit of God will. Not as we will, but as He will. The Word of Wisdom is a uh, word that God reveals through the Holy Ghost of something that's going to happen in the future. And a lot of times it's the plan and purpose of God that will be revealed in the future. And of the nine gifts of the Spirit, this is uh, the most important gift because if you can find out the plan and purpose of God and the mind of God, then it is a it is the most important gift that you could have. Verse 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. The word of wisdom is a supernatural revelation in the mind of God revealed by the Holy Spirit to man to reveal a future event. The word of wisdom always points to the future as the word of knowledge always points to the present and in the past. The Word of Wisdom is a supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God concerning the divine purpose in the mind and will of God. That is awesome. To know the divine purpose in the mind and will of God. It can be for you. It could be for someone else to reveal that, to to show us the direction to go, the divine will and plan and purpose of God. That's the most important thing on this planet. It's to know the divine will and plan and purpose of God. Amen. Now, uh, some examples of these, uh, this word of wisdom. Let's look in uh, the Old Testament at one. And if you'll look in uh, 1 Kings chapter 16, in the last part of that chapter, 29 through 33, you'll find out that uh, Ahab, he was the king of Israel. And Ahab had built all these, uh, he was an idol worshiper. And he uh, built idols, uh, and he served Baal and worshipped him. And he uh, made wooden images. He made a wooden image anyway. And he provoked the Lord to anger more than any of the kings of Israel because of him worshipping different idols and worshipping Baal. He married Jezebel. And they worshiped, uh, they had uh, all these different uh, prophets of Baal. I mean, everything they did was devil worship. That's all it was, was devil worship and idol worship. And it was uh, taking God and saying, you know, these idols are more important than you are, God. And uh, it provoked him to great anger. But let's look at... uh, 1 Kings 17, and we'll start in verse 1. And this is Elijah the Tishbite, of the inhabitants of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Now, he had a word of knowledge that it was not going to rain until Ahab told he told Ahab that it wasn't going to rain until he said it was going to again. So he had a word of wisdom from God, Elijah did, that it was not going to rain, and it didn't. Verse 2, Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan, and will be that you shall drink from the brook I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. He had a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom operating together. Verse 5, So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. So he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Now, uh, he told Elijah to go there, and he was going to take care of it didn't he? He said, you go there and it will be provided everything you need. I'm going to give you water. You're going. To, the ravens are going to bring you food. He had a word of knowledge, what was going to happen in the future. He had a word of wisdom, what was going to happen in the future, a word of knowledge on what to do. And he had a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom for Ahab. He said, okay, at my word, it will rain, but it's not going to rain till I tell it to. Now, Elijah told this to Ahab and it didn't rain. And then because it hadn't rained for so long, the brook that God told him to go to, it dried up too because there'd been no rain in the land. It didn't rain. And if you'll study First uh, Kings 16, 17, 18, you'll find out all the answers here. Uh, But but, uh, Elijah, he operated in these gifts of the Spirit because he was anointed as a prophet of God. And in the Old Testament, only the king, the priest, and the prophet were anointed. And he was a prophet that was anointed by God, and he performed many miracles. Well, when he had this word of wisdom and word of knowledge of what to do, he went to Ahab and told him, that it wasn't going to rain because uh, God had dried everything up. He says, I'm going to dry it up because these people think that uh, these idols are God. But he was showing them who God was. And he said, uh, he uh, told uh, Elijah to speak to the rain and said, it's not going to rain. Well, that was a word of wisdom and what to do. But also, a gift of special faith and the working of miracles operating together for it not to rain for that length of time. Now, a word of knowledge was given to Elijah to perform the will of God, to reveal the plan of God. The plan and purpose of God was brought forth because of the word of knowledge and word of wisdom. And when he when he had that word of wisdom on what was going to happen in the future, and he spoke it forth, it didn't it happened, it didn't rain. Well, I was in North Carolina in a Holy Ghost meeting that Mike Shreve was conducting, and I had some questions about my future. I just got born again, and uh, he had a word of wisdom that came through uh, this ministry. Uh, he had a word of uh, wisdom for me. And I was seeking answers to what would happen about my driver's license at the time. Uh, I had lost my driver's license indefinitely because of the DUIs I would have before I was born again. And he had some scriptures that he gave from Isaiah chapter 40. Now see, a lot of times people don't understand it, but God can give you a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom through the word of God. He'll lead you into some scriptures. Well, that, yes, it can be a revelation to you by the Holy Ghost if you'll go into the Word of God, and He will use the Word of God to reveal some things to you, and you'll know that you're in line with the Word when He gives these things to you, and it was a Word of wisdom to me. I'm going, what am I supposed to do, Lord? I am I was seeking my driver's license, uh, but... Uh, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall man up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be worried. They shall walk and not faint. Well, that was telling me I wasn't going to get my driver's license back. Uh, this was a word of wisdom, and it was so real that I remember it like it was yesterday. I knew that I wouldn't get my driver's license back immediately, but God did restore them back to me later by my friends and my pastor from my home church testifying in court of the change that Jesus Christ had made in my life. I had, I I don't know, with some of my very good friends from North Carolina that are uh, uh, from my home church, New Covenant Church in Ennis, North Carolina, a pastor Phil Edwards. And uh, after I got born again, I became a member of that church. They said, but we know the change in this man's life. I got filled with the Holy Ghost, called into the ministry. And you know, uh, God, he, uh, he revealed to me that I wouldn't get him back. They went to court with me. They said, well, we're going to put him on probation for a while. Well, I went back the next year. And, uh, I got my driver's license back. They testified. They said, this man has changed. He has called into the ministry. He's no longer the same man. The scripture that says, behold, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. They became new. And I was a different person. I mean, that old man died and a new man was resurrected to life in Christ Jesus. And uh, then God called me into the ministry the day I got filled with the Holy Spirit, with evidence of speaking in tongues. And then he called me to go to Raymond Bible Training Center to be trained for the ministry. And I went there, and I was on my way, driving from North Carolina to Oklahoma to move to Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, to go to Raymond Bible Training Center. And God told me he was going to wipe away my driving record and make it clean, and I would not even have a record. Well, I got here to Oklahoma, and at that time, they had given me uh, privileges to drive to school and to church or, toward, uh, or to work, I should say, not school, but to work. To work and to, to church is all I could drive, and I couldn't drive after dark. Well, and I had to prove that I was, uh, if I was after dark, that I, had, I was on my way home from church. And uh, then when I was on my way to Oklahoma, God said, I'm going to walk your driving record completely clean and you won't even have a record against you. Well, I went to Oklahoma and I got here. This is where we uh, live now. I've been living here for 30 some years. But uh, when I got here, the Lord said, your record will be clean. Well, I went and got driver Oklahoma driver's license. My insurance was cheap don't have a driving record against me whatsoever. I was completely wiped, completely clean. I didn't even have a record against me. And God called me into the traveling ministry, and I started traveling all over the eastern United States preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, this was a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, and a working of miracles all at one time. It was a miracle that God did this for me. But he told me, because you've obeyed me, and you did what I told you to do, and you are going out into the ministry. Then he did that for me. He said I, he, he knew the difference in me more than anyone else. But he, uh, he changed things. And uh, all my friends, and I'm eternally grateful for them. I love them so dearly. And my pastor, Phil Edwards. He's one of the best men upon this planet. I thank him. I love him so much. And uh, it's amazing what they did to change my life. And my sister, Yula, she was uh, one of the ones that was instrumental in getting me born again and, uh, and my life being changed because of what God has done for me. But uh, it was all these things working together. But see, a lot of times we uh, don't count the word of God. If God leads you into the scripture and shows you something that's going to happen in the future, it can be a word of knowledge, something he's going to do in the future. And uh, if it's by the Holy Ghost and you, and He speaks it forth to your heart, or your some other minister speaks forth the word of God, and you know it's being inspiration of the Holy Ghost, it can be a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom to you. It certainly can. I thank God. I give Him glory for everything He's done for me. But now let's go back to Elijah, and go back to what happened with him. Uh, you see when Elijah told Ahab what was going to happen and it happened and then uh, the gift of special faith was in operation and when you operate in the gift of special faith then it's an ongoing miracle it it, uh, was a miracle when it didn't rain for all those years and it didn't rain it didn't rain at all just like uh, if it doesn't rain for three years it's going to be a big drought things are going to happen that would never happen before and you know when elijah spoke this forth and the gifts of the spirit were in operation we look at it and say well that was elijah well let's look at it like this elijah was a prophet called by god but you if you are born again you are a child of god Now, Elijah was not a child of God, but you are. He did not have the Holy Ghost living in him. He had him abiding on him. You have the Holy Ghost living in you. You can operate in his gifts just as much as anyone else because you are qualified if you're a child of God and are filled with the Holy Ghost. I've said all this to say that. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done. Your sins are washed away and you are a child of God when you're born again and God will use you if you will ask him to. I've been conducting meetings and someone walk into church and immediately, know I was supposed to give out a word of w- knowledge or a word of wisdom. So many times they work together to reveal something that has happened now, the past and the future. It's always been to help somebody. And I said all these other things so that you can understand that God wants to use you to help someone. He wants to use you in the gifts of the Spirit to help someone. The gifts of the Spirit will confirm what God has put in your heart to let you know that you heard from Him. It will bear witness with your spirit. As Romans chapter 8, verse 16 says, The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. If you say, I'm a child of God, it will bear witness with your spirit on the inside of you in your belly that you are a child of God. If it doesn't bear witness with your spirit, cast those words or thoughts aside and don't listen to them. Somebody gives you a word and it doesn't bear witness with you, then you dispel it and don't act upon it. But if it bears witness with your spirit... Act upon that. It could be for somebody else, the word. Now, I've had a lot of some church meetings and then a word come forth that be for somebody specifically and then everybody think it's for them, but it's not. It, but if it's not for you, then it won't bear witness for with your spirit. But if it is, it'll be a confirmation of what God has already told you, what he's already put in your heart. It will, be, it will confirm what God's been dealing with you about. And it will make it more clear and more plain what God's purpose and plan is. Amen. Sometimes what we call prophecy is really a word of wisdom. Now, sometimes people say, well, that, well, that was a prophecy and it can be just a word of wisdom because uh, there's a difference. A prophecy is for edification, exhortation and comfort. But a word of wisdom will reveal the God's plan and purpose for the future. And sometimes we uh, mix them, put them all in the same bowl and mix them up without uh, uh, discerning which is which gift. Which gift is which gift? And uh, and we I uh, have to understand that each gift has a specific purpose. But a lot of times they flow together to reveal the plan and purpose of God. Um uh, If uh, a prophecy edifies you and exhorts you and comforts you, then you know it's a a prophecy because that's what it's going to do. But a word of wisdom always points to the future and event in the mind and purpose of God. The word of wisdom can come in different forms, an audible voice, a vision, or a dream. It could be uh, through tongues and interpretation. It It can come through prophecy. It can come through that. Uh, I'm not saying that it won't, but it, it will be always pointing to the future and it, will, and it will work hand in hand. There have been instances where the Holy Spirit has given a word of wisdom in church services as He moved on my spirit and He will give me a couple words and as I yielded to Him and let Him use my mouth to give this word out, it, it will flow from your spirit as He gives you the words to speak. I've had him to give me two words and then I'd get up and speak those two words and then all of a sudden it will be just like a river flowing out of my spirit. As Jesus said in John chapter 7, Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. It'll be, it will be was just like a, a living river just flowing out of my spirit and I'd start speaking it and then it would just keep coming and coming and coming out until I uh, knew that I was completely done with what God had to say. And it, was a, and it was sometimes it was a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a prophecy, all these things working together for the body of Christ to reveal the plan and purpose of God. Amen. And every time it would bring revelation and enhance the service as the Holy Spirit manifested himself. These gifts of the Spirit are manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is what happens in a lot of churches that I I know. Lord, will you come and move, move in our midst, move in our midst, move in our midst. And we want God to manifest himself and move in our midst, but we're not yielding, yielding to him and asking him to use us in the gifts of the Spirit so we can move to the greater degree. Now, I've been in church services. I've been in some where the Holy Ghost came in, and the only thing, it was like a wind that blew through, just like on the day of Pentecost. And on one side of my body, I could feel a wind. On the other side, I couldn't feel it. And then every person in that church began to speak in other tongues. I mean, it was like a mighty wind just came through. And all of a sudden, every person in that church spoke in tongues. And then uh, the Holy Ghost broke out, and it was a mighty move of God that happened in that church, and we came out of there different. But it doesn't happen like that every time. A lot of times, God wants to use us in the gifts of the Spirit because He'll want a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. He wants the the working of miracles, the gifts of healings. He wants uh, tongues and interpretation of tongues. He wants all these things to operate together so that he can come in the church meetings and perform what he wants to do and accomplish the things he wants to do in our church services. A lot of times we pray for the move of God, but we're not willing to be used in the gifts of the Spirit so that he can manifest himself to the fullness. We need to do that. In the Old Testament, we see the Word of Knowledge and the Word of Wisdom working together in many instances. The prophets in the Old Testament were seers and pointed to the future. Some words spoken by the prophets haven't come to pass yet. They had to be words of wisdom. If they haven't come to pass yet, then they were words of wisdom spoken by the Holy Ghost, written down by the prophets, and they will come to pass in the future. The Word of Wisdom is a supernatural gift of the Holy Spirit to reveal the divine purpose in the mind and will of God. The gift is just as real today as it was in the Old Testament. As a matter of fact, we're born again and filled with His Spirit, and in the Old Testament, the prophets were not. That entitles every born-again believer that is filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, to operate in the gifts of the Spirit as the Holy Spirit wills. Oh, glory to God. That's what we need to see, people. We need to see every if every person in the body of Christ was operating in the gifts of the Spirit, this world would be changed. It wouldn't be the same. Let's desire the gifts to be in operation in our lives. Earnestly desire them and ask God to use us in these manifestations of, of the Holy Spirit as He wills. And let's pray that the manifestation of the Spirit of God would be in greater manifestations by the gifts of the Holy Ghost in our church services. And not only that, but everywhere we go. Now, I was in a meeting in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it might have been St. Louis, Missouri, but I think it was Louisville, Kentucky. And I walked out of the doors of that meeting and I said, and before I left, I said, uh, Lord use me, make me the minister you want me to be. I walked out of that church service. This was was in a Coliseum in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. I walked out and uh, I was walking down the street to go to my car and the Holy Ghost arrested me in my tracks. And I said, what do you want me to do, Lord? And he showed me a man that was sitting on a park bench. I looked over there, and that man needed healing. And he got healed. I walked down the street a few more feet, 50 feet more, I guess, or maybe 50 yards. I can't remember exactly, but uh, this man needed salvation. He got born again, and he said, that's the minister that I want you to be. I want you to be a minister wherever you go. Whatever you do, be used by me. That is what he wants you to be. Wherever you go, be a minister for him. Whatever you do, be a minister for him. Everything you do, do it unto the Lord and let him use you in every way that he can. Desire the gifts of the Spirit. Ask to be used in these gifts and he will use you mightily. We thank you for joining us today. Join us again next time as we continue with the other gifts of the Spirit. We love you. God bless you. If you would like to support our ministry, you can become a partner by clicking the support link in the description. You can also give by going to our website, wacba.org, and clicking on the giving tab. Thank you so much for supporting us to help us send the gospel around the world through our podcast. We pray God's blessings be upon you abundantly, and we thank you so much in Jesus' name.